Hello and welcome to the 40M News Podcast with your host, James Coppett. Hi, hi. How you are doing? Welcome to the 40M News Podcast. It's still pretty crazy out there, so I hope that you're all safe and well, and those that you love and care for are all safe and well as well. Just want to say a big thank you to everyone that has subscribed and has tuned into the latest episodes of this podcast. Obviously, it's great to see that there's a lot of people in the UK that are listening, but I was really shocked and surprised to see the majority of people are actually in the United States. So to the American listeners, I just want to say thank you very much for tuning in, and I hope you can understand my uh, rather strange accent. So thank you very much to everyone. I really appreciate it. It's growing each week, and it's, it's lovely to see. So this is episode 5.5 because I wanted to put something out to the people that have subscribed. Uh, hopefully going to record episode 6 tomorrow night. The reason for this, obviously you guys don't know, but I have a bunch of quite acute disabilities. I've got arthritis, fibromyalgia and hypermobility. And unfortunately I woke up yesterday morning with blood on my pillow um, with my ear leaking blood. I've got a really nasty infection. I'm sure you all wanted to know that. But one of the effects of having the fibromyalgia is I get an infection, my immune system drops and I'm utterly exhausted and in a serious amount of pain my my immune system starts attacking my body. So unfortunately tonight I am literally falling asleep standing up. So I just wanted to put this out. It's really exciting anyway. Uh, something that occurred this weekend. So I am about to play you something completely exclusive and genuine which was recorded at Prudhoe Castle this weekend. So my girlfriend and I had a rare weekend without children and decided to have a romantic weekend away doing one of the things that we really enjoy doing, which is visiting some of the English heritage sites which we have membership to. We decided to go to the northeast of England as there's a few sites we haven't visited before and the first place we went to was Prudhoe Castle in Northumberland. So Prudhoe Castle is quite near Hadrian's Wall so there's been a lot of history in that area anyway. But this this particular castle was originally a Norman Mott and Bailey, and it was built sometimes around the 11th century. So it's been there for quite a while, and it's been through a few kind of different rebuilds and everything kind of during that time. It's on the Scottish border as well, so we've seen a lot of kind of significance in history between the battles between the, the English and the Scots, and it's also situated on the Tyne River, so it was a kind of strategic guard post for anyone looking to manage that area of land. So it's been there for a long, long time, many, many centuries, with a lot of history, a lot of bloodshed, and, and people living there till actually quite recent, in quite recent history, because there's also a manor, manor house on the site. Now, just to give you a quick kind of background to myself, I got involved in in Fortiana um, due to being, as a small boy, according to my parents, I would go in different houses as a toddler and start talking to people using names I'd never even heard before, kind of old English names. And things have always occurred around me. So especially as I started kind of hitting puberty, um, poltergeist activity around me was insane, witnessed by multiple people. Things would fly across the room, hover in midair, etc., etc. Um, and I was really scared, if I'm honest. But as I've grown older, 
uh, I've got more kind of into it when I realised it wasn't anything to be scared of and nothing I could do could stop it occurring. So I've always had things evolved and occurring around me. I write the Confessions of a Ghost Boy blog and I'm also um, involved in running the um, Yorkshire Coast Paranormal Investigations Group. So I'm, I'm deeply and heavily involved in this type of thing. I don't call myself a medium, um, but I am clairvoyant, clairsentient, clairaudient, all the clairs and... I've also just done a few interviews for a huge American podcast, which I'll I'll let you kind of know when that, that's out. So I've done two one-hour interviews, which is really exciting. But back to this castle, back to Prudhoe Castle. So within the kind of front gate tower of the castle is a chapel. And just to show you how old this chapel is, they've got some kind of windows that, that go outwards. Um, I've forgotten the name of them, but they are the oldest version of that in the world. Not just within the UK, within the world. That's how ancient this chapel is and how long it's been there. Um, we, we weren't planning on going to Prudhoe Castle, so I hadn't done any research. Although I found out afterwards it is haunted. Um, but this is different to what occurred here. So um, the, the hauntings that do take place within this chapel are reported that people can hear monks um, in prayer and, and singing and chanting. And there's also, people can hear a ball outside bouncing down the steps. Now, whether that's significant to what we experience and what you'll hear, I'll, I'll let you decide. Um, but we weren't kind of aware of that. We only kind of looked into it afterwards. So the reason that I kind of started getting involved in, in the chapel area um, was the second I went in there, I kind of saw in the corner of my eye something moving around and started hearing kind of the odd noise. So I started trying to communicate, saying, is there someone here? Could you make a noise? And I felt that it did respond straight away, very faintly at first. So there were like the odd little taps. Um, my, my girlfriend was poo-pooing it, saying, that's just water dripping. So I said, okay, where's, where is this water? Where can you see water dripping? So, but she couldn't, but she, she was saying that she didn't kind of believe. I said, well, why is it only when I ask it to, it responds? So we had this kind of discussion going on, just to give you the kind of the story of what, what happened. Um, she was poo-pooing the whole idea, but she must have been intrigued enough because I went to the bathroom and when I came out, I found her back in the chapel uh, by herself looking around. So something obviously sparked her interest. Um, I wanted to see if I could potentially call, record some EVPs, even though if there are spirits there from kind of the Norman times, they probably won't understand my, my language, but I thought I'd give it a go. Um, I immediately turned on my phone and started asking it the, the normal questions I would, um, asking it if it was the thing that made a noise. And now what you'll hear at the end of the tape is I ask a question and you'll hear a noise and then you'll hear my girlfriend Jenny um, kind of shriek and then she, she ran towards me. So what, what you'll hear is I kind of asked it to make a noise. Um, Jenny shrieks run towards me and that's where the recording stopped because I, I didn't know what had happened. I didn't know it was even in response to what I asked. Um, I just kind of said, what's what's going on? What, what are you doing? Um, I, I, to be honest, didn't hear, hear the noise at first until I played the tape back. Um, I was so focused on trying to get something to happen in this corner. And... So what Jenny said was, I, I asked it to make a noise and a stone, and she can't tell if it came from directly above or kind of flew towards her um, at an angle and then dropped to the floor. But this stone right by her got hit with quite some force um, without touching her and fell on the floor. 
Now, also, what's significant, you know, obviously these buildings are old. Things can kind of fall and drop. Now, this whole building is made out of sandstone. And the stone that dropped was a dark brown pebble, so completely different colour um, and completely light smooth as well. Um, there was nothing within the walls, within the ceiling. There was nothing even on the ground that was similar to this this pebble. It was like a completely different type of rock to, to what the castle's built out of. So it didn't belong in there. We also looked around the floor of the chapel and there were no other kind of stones around this it was almost as if this this rock just appeared out of nowhere um when i asked it to make a noise it responded by throwing this to jenny um and i suppose the other thing to say as well is i was winding her up earlier on as well um because she was poo-pooing the whole thing i said oh and if there's if there's a ghost here if you could um let jenny know by tapping her on the shoulder and things like that so i was actually winding her up so it's almost as if it's responding to all of that but what I'm going to do now is I'm going to let you hear the tape and let you decide. Now you know the backstory. Let you decide yourself on what you think is going on here. And just to really reiterate, I would bet my entire life and fortune, everything I own, that this stone was not part of the ruins of this castle. It was completely different type of rock, a completely different colour, completely different material, um, completely smooth while all the sandstone is rough. So just, just imagine that while, while you are kind of listening. And just to be clear, those noises you hear in the background and a ghost, there were some children on the site who were playing in the courtyard and before anyone asked, no, they couldn't have thrown the stone. The angle it came at, um, they would have had to actually been within the chapel to reach the area that Jenny was. So don't worry about those noises in the background. They're not ghosts. Um, that is children. And no, they didn't throw the stone. It's literally impossible from where they were. But without further ado, here is the recording. Talking to this device and it picks up your voice. Is there someone with us now? Did you used to worship in this chapel? Could you tell me your name? When did you worship in this chapel? What year? Was that you making noise before? Are you wanting your presence to be known? Could you make another loud noise? <coughs> what? What are you doing? And that's it. It stopped very abruptly. Now, if anyone wants to ask me why I suddenly stopped the tape, it's uh, for the reason that anyone that knows Jenny knows that she doesn't scare very easily and doesn't make much of a fuss. So when she kind of screamed and ran, to me, there was something significant going on and I was worried about her welfare. Um, as it's summer and that, I thought something like, uh, my initial thought was that she'd been stung by a wasp or something like that. So I went to check she was okay. So I immediately stopped the recording and kind of inquired after her. But of course she was fine. Um, but it does make it even more interesting because Jenny's quite uh, a non-believer um, especially compared to me. So for her to kind of react like that was was very kind of clear piece of evidence. Um, I'm just disappointed I had my back to her, so I didn't 
see the rock, which direction it came from, or how it fell, or anything like that, or even if someone appeared and threw it, you know, so that's disappointing. But um, what's also interesting is when I was actually there, I didn't hear it that clearly. I just thought that, you know, the sounds were Jenny moving her feet around, and it was only kind of afterwards where you, on the recording, you do hear the rock very clearly, but in person, it wasn't as clear as it was on the tape. Um, it was interesting from the research afterwards to to hear that, people have witnessed the sound of a ball being um, dropped from from the stairs right outside the chapel. So it did make me wonder if this was a child who was maybe trying to get our attention or playing with us and responding to what was being said. But just overall, a, a really amazing piece of footage. So if you really enjoy it, if you have any questions, hypothesis, um, or anything you want to just ask me, please, please do get in touch. It's 40newspodcast at gmail.com. That's 40newspodcast at gmail.com. And like I say, if you have anything um, in terms of like local newspaper clippings, anything like that um, to do with um, UFOs, cryptids, ghosts, polter, anything to do with the Fortiana, please do get in touch and send it over to to the same website it'd be really great to hear you and just really again want to say from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for tuning in spreading the word letting other people know and just downloading the podcast it does mean the absolute world to me it really does uh, i know other people say it but i genuinely do mean it really appreciate it so thank you so much and i'll record the proper episode hopefully tomorrow when i'm feeling a bit better so until then good night and stay safe everyone <laughs>